Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Today we have as our guest Sushi Agarwal who is working as the HR business partner at GFK. Hi Sushi, thank you for coming and joining us today. Hi Prajita, thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure having you here. So just to set some context for our lovely listeners, could you please take us through your career journey so far? Sure Prajita. So I have around 10 years of experience in the field of HR and uh, before I started my career so talking a little about my education so I did BTech in electronics and communication engineering and post that I got a job offer from a company in Bangalore but I decided not to go for it so there were primarily two reasons for it so one was that i did not want to leave the northern part of india and the second being is somehow i realized that this technical stuff that was not my cup of tea so it was then that i decided that i would complete my education i decided to go for masters in human resources and this is how i ended up being an hr so many a times people ask me that btech and mba two diverse fields so but i do not personally see them as diverse fields instead i feel that they are a blend they are integrated for me because it was a lot of analytical skills being i mean the btech course teaches you a lot of analytical skills and yes it helped me a lot and uh, then talking about my 10 years of experience in the domain of hr so i have been uh, fortunate enough to get exposure to different kind of setups so i started my career with a very small organization so it had a employee strength of around 150 employees and it was a ppo sector and i was primarily taking care of talent acquisition there so it was a short stint of 1.5 years and uh, then i realized that it's time that i move out to some other organization and i explore what are the other functions of hr and then i was lucky enough to get a role uh, with hitech robotic systems which was again a startup but yes a pretty bigger organization than the previous one and i spent around 6 years with that organization and uh, yes i got an experience in exposure to working with almost all the gamuts of hr function there and again after 6 years learning so many things i realized that yes now i should move on and get a taste get some flavor for working with some bigger organization so it was then that i decided to move on and i joined gfk which is my current organization and it's one of the leading market research organization and in terms of scale it's quite big having 8000 employees spread across 60 plus countries so yes that's about me and my career journey that's very interesting quite the journey i must say so <laughs> so it has been quite a challenging time for employees all around the world as we can already see especially after the layoffs can you share some challenges you had to face with employee retention and how you as an hr address such issues yes so especially after the covid we the frequency with which we hear the word layoff that has increased a lot Yeah. So 
at the time of covid the primary reason why the layoffs were happening was because the companies they were just and just concerned about the bottom line the companies they wanted to improve the bottom line so the companies started focusing on few of the lobs so they exited few lobs and just ventured into only few lobs or maybe they wanted to or diversify themselves and get into completely different line of business because the existing one was just not working for them another reason and if we talk about now so the story it's just the same so even if it's the big tech giants we see that even the big tech giants are laying off employees and even the startups they are laying off employees so the story is same irrespective of the size of the organization so yes retention at these times is definitely a challenge so even if a particular lob employees they are not impacted by it still with the same set of employees retention is a problem because everywhere the environment is such that people start getting tensed their morale gets down uh, because they know i mean every there is so much of insecurity which everybody feels right mm mm-hmm. so as an hr or as an organization uh, yes retention is a challenge but yes there are certain steps which uh, definitely if the organization takes some effect of can be mitigated and yes it could help in retention so i would like to share a couple of things so one i feel is the communication uh, communication should be very very transparent and very very open communication so if the organization during layoffs communicates very clearly that what are they doing why are they doing that is very important the employees should know why any particular action is being taken what who all would be the employees impacted and most important that what the organization will do to help those employees who would get impacted so even i mean if the organize if employees know that what is it that the organization would do to help those employees so employees get a kind of self confidence a confidence in the organization a trust in the organization so communication is one thing which i feel is very very important uh the second thing i feel is that during layoffs which the organization should do is that uh, they may consider hiring an outplacement agency so this way they can help the exiting employee because every employment each one of us can relate to such a situation that if i do not have a job today what am i going to do tomorrow i mean a person totally feels blank about it so maybe having an outplacement agency again helps the exiting employees as well as the employee who would be part of the system because they know yes the organization cares about its employees the values of its employees then about the remaining employees if we talk about for retaining them Uh, so if we see as per the uh, the mckinsey study so it's the, not the money which matters to employees now because earlier it was money was the biggest motivator the employees they would switch organizations but now that is not the scenario anymore people look out for career advancement people look out for flexibility in the careers so organization must focus on the career advancement so they must provide training facilities and so many things and last but not the least um, provide a lot of flexibility to employees so many times the fourth thing uh, would be the flexibility so when layoff occurs so many times it would be seen that the employees who are still part of the system uh, their workload might get increased so again that's a very stressful situation for them so flexibility could be one of the factor one of the thing which would yes certainly help retain the employees who would be still part of the system so yes these are the four things which i would say that would help uh, retaining employees post layoff
All right, then that's great. So you also talked about post-COVID impacts and mass restructuring of the workplaces and how it made people realize the importance of work-life balances in their lives. So can you share your thoughts on it? Uh, yeah. So uh, work-life balance, I would say uh, the concept of work-life balance has totally changed over the years. So if we see in the early 1990s, what work-life balance was, that was totally different. I would go to office, I would complete my work, come back home, and then a total disconnect of work. I do not have a system or a laptop at home. I do not have mobile phone that my manager or my colleagues would contact. It was a total disconnect. And to some extent, I feel uh, pre-COVID as well, the same scenario continued. I would maybe stretch some working hours or something. But once I come home, I'm totally with my family involved in my personal things. But came this uh, coronavirus and things got completely changed. Yeah, The boundary which existed between work, fraud and home, that completely disappeared. It was not even blurred. I would say it completely disappeared. And, and we saw that people started juggling between the tasks. So they had to take care of infants in their family, kids, their school, taking care of elderly, taking care of all the household work, because of course there was no domestic help that time at home as well taking care of office. So, and the crisis, the global crisis was such that people started thinking that what is important in their life? Is it only work which holds importance or is it other things as well? So work uh, definitely will anyways be very, very important at any point of time because work is something which it keeps the light on. It helps you get food on the table and it ensures that yes, the rainy day pot is full. But at the same point of time, people realize that, yes, it's family, friends and health, most important health is equally important. Work is important, but yes, there are other aspects of life which are important. So this is how I would say things changed and a shift occurred. So now work-life balance is more about offering flexibility. But again, uh, for work-life balance, I would say one approach would not fit everybody. So every industry cannot afford that much of flexibility, cannot afford to give work from home to its employees. At the same point of time, flexibility might work for me, but not for the other employee because they have certain things. So for me, flexibility might work because personally, if I talk about myself, if I have to spend some extra hours after the day or spend some extra hours on the weekend, I'm fine doing it if I'm able to get some time off during the working hours. And I have to work, so it's fine with me. But maybe this approach might not work for some other person. Maybe uh, also, I mean, if we would see in Indian homes, everybody would not have that kind of a home setup. They can, they can have a dedicated place to it. So again, the one approach would not fit everybody. But yes, after COVID, people did realize that, yes, it's family, friend and health also, which was equally important. And yes, this is about it. All right, then. So... To all the aspiring individuals who are wanting to become HR in the future and entering the industry not knowing much about it, what would be your advice to those lovely listeners? Okay, so that's very interesting. So uh, just as the HR function has evolved, I would say, so before I give my piece of advice to the young folks, I'll just take a minute and I'll just talk about how actually the HR function has evolved. So... Initially, it was an industrial relations function. The term human resources, that did not exist. 
so it was the workers who were working in the factories there were long working hours low pay low paid low wages were being paid and then the government regulations also came about around it so there was a need for some kind of a department to take care of those things so this is how it evolved and industrial relations was the only thing which i mean this so called hr department was taking care of gradually times changed and it was the personal department uh, which was there so again it was totally administrative role which the people which the folks were taking care of it was nothing strategic then i would say the third phase of the third phase came where actually the term human resource was coined and during that time there was so much light on the motivation theories of um, maslow's and herzberg which was there and people realized that motivation is an important factor apart from money yes self actualization career advancement these are the things and yes that was a time when human resource as a function evolved much but during the last 5 years there has been a gradual change a very rapid change so now the role of hr that's more strategic in nature it's all thanks to the technological advancement which is there so we do not need to spend so much time on maintaining the documents maintaining the databases so even now we see that the some part of screening of the cvs is also done by the artificial intelligence so there is so much of technological advancement yes that yes hr can focus on the strategic aspects as well so my piece of advice to young people starting out their career in hr would be uh, first that understand business because now the human resources they act as a business partners they are not a standalone function they do not operate in silos so understand business if required go to shop floor get your hands dirty and understand what the business is the second thing would be speak up so uh, do not just wait when you are on the table so do not just wait that other person would ask your advice for if you feel that yes there is a policy there is something which is very very important or something which is not good or which is not right for people then speak up do not wait that the other person would ask you and then you have to speak then third i would say is speak business but ensure that you do not uh, get let people get compromised because at the end of the day we should not let go away the term human from human resources so business would focus on numbers would focus on finances but we we being in human resources should not get people impacted at any point of time right and uh, what else yeah one more one uh, one very important thing which i would really want to share is that being in hr is not very fancy because many people think that being in hr is a very fancy role but indeed it is not always that fancy there would be times when if you are in hr you would feel very very lonely at times you might feel very discouraged because what hr does it takes care of everything from hiring to firing and everything in between so there could be times when things are not good people might not like what you say so yes you might feel lonely you might get discouraged so just do not get carried away by those things because those things might happen in your career which everybody which does happen and people do not realize that what hr has to also go through and last but not the least just relax and do not stress yourself and i mean as it said that put in your oxygen mask first and then help the other person so so right. it is help yourself first <coughs> have a good mental health good physical mm-hmm. health and then only you would be able to help 
others out there. All right. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing all the lovely experiences. And I'm sure there is a lot of takeaway for our listeners. So this brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you, Sushi. It was lovely hosting you today. All right. Thanks, Aprajita. Thank you so much.